Hey guys, welcome to the 229th uh, edition of the Metamorphosized Malleability. This review, of course, is uh, based, like I said, on the 229th shift slash chapter by Dizzy Arts, aka Michelle. And this one is entitled The Other. And it basically picks up where the last one left off. And this one actually is to the point as to why this other uh, gene, the other omega that appeared uh, towards the end of last um, last week's uh, edition, last week's shift chapter, called Fursuit 2.0. Of course, like I said, this the title, the subtitle for the 229th edition here is the other, which basically emphasizes this character, this other omega, who calls himself Gene. Excuse me. And basically, Gene, like I said, he gets right to the point. You know, he tells Briella that the reason he's there is he is well aware, first of all, of the investigation going on. He's well aware of the investigation that Duncan and his Surrey Genesis team is doing to find out which senior researcher betrayed them to that Dr. Zetweimer, the one that tried to get this, get Briella to duplicate the formula that gave her her powers, made her an Omega, you know, for himself. And he basically tells her that, one, you know, he knows the team very well at Surrey Genesis, the investigation team, and that they're very good at what they do. That That is what he has um, said. You know, that's what he told her, uh, basically. That's what he told her, basically. Hold on, I'm just checking something. Um, but that's what he told her. You know, you know, that's what he told her and everything. Um, that he knows the, the team, mostly the investigation team, and that they're very good at their job when it comes to trying to find out answers. Um, Briella even wonders, though, okay, well, if you know so much, if you know probably who the traitor is, then why don't you use your telepathy powers because, you know, he could read minds or see into the future, stuff like that, you know, to let Siri Genesis know who stabbed them in the back. And Gene is more along the lines of saying, you know, well, well, one, he basically does say that Briella does have a fair point in that, uh, you know, that answer on that question, and if, or a- asking that question, that she does have a fair point. You know, and that he could use his powers to, you know, to do all this. But he also lets her know, uh, basically, um, that basically it took time for, you know, it took him quite some time to convince the senior researchers that he was dead and that he has no intention of putting that effort at risk. And he basically also acknowledges that Duncan and, Duncan and his team at Surrey Genesis will need concrete evidence. He also states that if he were to help them out, his word wouldn't be nearly sufficient. And the other uh, last thing he points out is um, they are, as I mentioned earlier, he knows that they are quite accomplished uh, investigators and that he knows they're on the verge of solving the case, which is why he came to Briella. And what, and the reason he came to Briella is basically he's here to let her know 
that once the case is solved, once the culprit, the betrayer, um, is removed from the uh, from the new senior uh, from is removed from Siri Genesis, basically, then someone will need to be, you know, um, need need to be named in their place. And he points out that Briella um, is the leading candidate to fill that vacancy. Now, Briella, of course, you know, of course, now Briella, of course, pushes this off by saying uh, that what Duncan, by basically telling Jean that what Duncan told her about previous researchers in the past as being like that she'll pass on the offer, that she won't take it if it would be extended. But Jean basically says he, but Jean uh, counters that, the other one maker, Jean, counters that by saying he would like to strongly encourage Briella to accept. And, of course, Briella has questions like, okay, well, what does that mean for you? Like, you know, how does that benefit you um, in the long run and everything? And Jean basically tells her that Siri Genesis is in, uh, yeah, Siri Generous, uh, Generous, uh, yeah, Siri Generous, I'm trying to, Recap what I the name here because I'm trying to recap what happened, you know, so I can tell you in this review. Suri, that's S U I G E N E R I S. Suri Generous, Suri Generous, I guess, uh, basically says that Suri Generous uh, is in danger. That throughout its past several years, many that basically too many to count uh, senior researchers have abused the power they were given. And turning their backs, basically betraying in those that they were supposed to provide care for, or that were under the care. And he basically explains that if Surrey Generous uh, falls, you know, basically, you know, implodes, is no more, that enhanced humans like himself, Briella, and others will become public knowledge. And that they or him and Briella, we, specifically, as he puts it, uh, would be hunted either for extermination by those that fear them, like, you know, like, let's say X-Men. You know how the story in X-Men is basically how certain humans, if not a majority of humans, fear the mutants and, you know, want them locked away or terminated because they're not sure what they're capable of. Well, that's basically what he's saying here. He's saying enhanced humans would be public knowledge and that they, would, they, specifically him and Briella, would be hunted down either for extermination by those that fear them and what they could do and represent or exploitations, or exploitation by those who would convert what they could do. In other words, people, instead of you know hunting them down out of fear and you know, because they're not sure what they'd be bringing to the table, he also says that there could be those that would use them, in other words, trick them into using their abilities to make money, make profit by exploiting them for whatever they want or whatever they feel would make them a profit. He also points out that the worst thing, though, could be if the senior researchers continue the darkened past, enhanced humans uh, like themselves would be in danger from the very organization created to assist them. He points out that Briella could change that, that, and that she is the kind of person that Suri Generous 
needs right now. And he basically does tell her that he's, you know, begging her to, you know, not just for his sake or her sake, but for the sake of other humans like them, other enhanced humans like them, that, you know, should she be given the opportunity presented in front of her, you know, of the mantle of a senior researcher, that she should take it. And, of course, Briella, you know, she's taking this all in, feeling like the world has just been dropped on her shoulder and everything. Um, because of this, you know, revelation Jean has given her. But she basically answers by saying, look, I have plans, and one of them is not to be locked away in some secret base, base away from the world, you know, and, and my loved ones, you know, that's not part of the plans. That's not among the chief, that's not chief among them at all. Now, Gene does, um, you know, Gene does uh, reassure her that that won't be the quit, that won't be to, oh, that won't be the case because senior researchers have leeway to live and work wherever they wish. And that the only reason most of them remain at the facility has more to do with the advanced labs and seclusion to act as they please than anything. In other words, those that decide to live at the facility are there to take advantage of the advanced equipment, you know, computers, stuff like that, uh, that helps them along in the research and all that and the studies. And that they could, you know, do as they please. Like if they want to temporarily test, you know, whatever they're working on on themselves, you know, or maybe a plant or whatever, you know, without people, you know, questioning what they're doing from a public eye, they can do it. You know, basically they have more free range. But he's also letting her know that even if you don't want that, you don't have to worry. You could still work at home and, you know, be like there's nothing's really changed or act like nothing's really changed, except now you're just a senior researcher with a little bit more freedom, you know, to go out and about when you please and to have a little bit, bit of a break here and there. Now, um, after that, um, he does realize, okay, Crystal's going to wake up because his hold on her, knocking her out, uh, is going to wear out, is going to wear off. And he basically ensures Briella that when Crystal wakes up, it'll be like she just finished breakfast or whatever. Basically acknowledging that Crystal will not be aware of what just happened, you know, which is the, which is an example of the extent of his powers. Now he does. You know, as he leaves, he hopes Briella would consider what he said carefully and that he's not a covariant and that he knows enough that if changes are not made in the future or not made at Siri Genesis, the future at Siri Genesis will, be a will become a dangerous one. Now, Briella, of course, want, you know, it, Briella, of course, wants to know, you know, uh, basically wants to know if she doesn't accept, you know, would he use her family, Ilanie, her best friend, or Crystal, to force her into accepting. And he basically says, no, I'm not that kind of a person. You know, he basically says, look, I'm not that kind of a person or anything. And that he has no desire to make her an enemy or basically angering her to a point where she could bring the full force, the full brunt, if you were very generous, um, on down on him and hunting him down, 
out and everything because that would be suicidal. You know, and he says he basically didn't escape the senior researchers only to spend the rest of his life on the run from Briella. So after that, he leaves. And Crystal, you know, starts to come about because, again, he just knocked her out to the point that it'll feel like, you know, she blanked out or she just fell asleep uh, for a moment and not know anything else beyond that. And and uh, Briella, of course, you know, was wondering, okay, you know, do I, you know, do I tell Crystal what happened? Do I let Elanie know what happened? And for the time being, she can't, she realizes, okay, that's probably not going to be the best idea because this gene could find out, and she doesn't want to risk Crystal's. Uh, Olani, so anybody that she's friends with or loves, their life's in danger. So basically, Crystal wakes up, Briella as the first suit, gives her back full control and everything. Uh, Crystal basically states that breakfast made her sleepy. And again, you know, she's well, and again, Briella's like, okay, what do I do here? I promise we, me and her wouldn't keep no more secrets, but. With this gene individual, like I mentioned, uh, she's worried that this gene individual could find out and she doesn't want to risk Crystal's uh, endangerment. So she does go back to what she did towards the uh, beginning before Gene showed up in the last chapter of doing the Briella Devil and Briella Angel on the shoulders of the fursuit, trying to convince her to call in sick from work or try to work from home. But Crystal's like, you know, that's tempting, sweetie, but I've got to um, go to work because I have a must-attend meeting to be part of today. But then she kind of flirts with her and says, but maybe tomorrow we could work that out. And Briella's like, I'll hold you to that. And thus releases her from the fursuit so she can go get ready. But she still tries to tempt her into sustain by doing little poses as the fursuit which Crystal acknowledges, you know, Briella, you're not making this easy for me. And Briella then changes back into um, a little Siamese calico cat, and she just shoes her off, says, okay, go, go get ready for work. I have other things to take care of right now um, as well, basically. She basically, instead of, you know, failing the third time by doing seductive poses as the first suit, she goes back to being a Siamese calico cat, shoes her off to get ready for work because she's, realizes, okay, I have this opportunity to take care of something as well. So once Crystal is gone, uh, so after Crystal gets ready and leaves for work, uh, Briella takes out the phone that uh, one of the Seriogenesis uh, people, uh, Greta, uh, Greta, I believe, um, yeah, Greta, uh, gave her, and she texts Greta by saying, tell Duncan, I'm on my way to speak with him today. And she puts emphasis, capitalized emphasis on the word today. And you could definitely tell, obviously, when she's saying, you know, basically texting in that manner, tell Duncan, tell Duncan I'm on his way, I'm on my way to see him today with the, you know, like I say, ending it with a capitalized emphasis on the word today. You could tell she's not happy. So, like I said, after Crystal leaves and everything, Briella, Texas Greta lets lets her know what she's gonna do. She basically oozes into a puddle, goes, you know, up to a windowsill, morphs into a raven, and then 
in mid-flight when she's higher enough out of sight, if you will, morphs into a, a hydro-powered uh, sailplane, if you will. She uh, morphs into a hydro-powered sailplane, a sailplane uh, that flies towards... Um, um, hold on for a sec. Hold on. All right, sorry about that. I had to look something up here to make sure I get where I'm at. But basically, like I said, she goes from being a raven to a high-performance sailplane and towards her destination, which is the Mac, uh, Macca Macca campus, if you will. Um... She basically goes. She basically reaches her destination, morphs into different things from sailplane to heron to sparrow, and finally a little wasp that allows her to zip through the um, HVAC outlet, um, air conditioning outlet, if you will, until she finally gets to uh, Greta, and Greta says he's expecting you because she could see that the wasp is not just any ordinary wasp; it's Briella. And she says she's expecting you. So Briella goes in. Um, uh, goes into the uh, office, into Duncan's office, and morphs back into herself. Morphs back into herself. Duncan asks Jaime, which is an AI for Cone of, cone of Silence, please. Basically, a way to make sure that the conversation is just between two the two of them and nothing else. And Briella, after, like I say, she reforms, uh, tells him the other Omega visited her, or paid her a visit, and that's where the 229th uh, shift uh, slash chapter um, ends, with her letting Duncan know that the other Omega uh, paid her a visit. So you can kind of tell that the next one, the 230th one, is going to be Briella wanting some answers. Like, why didn't you tell me about this other Omega being in existence? And why does he know certain things that are going to happen possibly before they happen or before you do them and everything? So she's going to want a lot of answers and all that. She's probably even going to bring up the fact that he's let her know that they plan to offer her uh, the role of senior researcher, and that if she does take it, she wants to basically keep things as they are, you know, live, you know, basically work from home, keep things as they are, stuff like that. Excuse me. So, definitely the, so yeah, definitely the next chapter is going to be interesting. Uh, we do get a hint, like I said, towards the end of this one, that, you know, we might, like I mentioned last week, and I'll mention again, we are going to get ourselves an NFSW chapter very soon. I uh, just don't know when, but we are going to get ourselves one, probably during the convention portion of the story, or sooner, we're not sure. Um, but yeah, 230th one is going to be really interesting, and uh, it, might have some revel- it might have some revelations in there that uh, I don't think any of us um, would have predicted, but some of us may have, but we'll see.
Overall, the story was straight to the point is what it was. That's what it was. It was straight to the point, and I appreciate that. I like the fact that it takes another Omega being enhanced human, like, you know, Briella, to basically let her know, look, the you know, the reason, you know, I'm here is because I know that Suri Generous, where he, you know, where he's from, uh, where he was from before, uh, is going to be asking her to be the new senior researcher, and that despite how she feels about it initially, that she needs to accept it because, you know, she might be the only one that's able to bring Surrey Generous out of the darkness that the senior researchers currently have it in. So, and I do apologize for that, I got a notification there. Uh, but anyway, anyway, the, though, like I said, he's basically letting her know that, you know, once the offer is given to her, should it be given to her, that she needs to accept it because, you know, if they choose somebody else outside of her, then the corruption's just going to continue. So, like I said, 230 is going to look really interesting to read uh, when it comes out. Again, I'm pretty sure when they do the furry convention, if they do it, or Michelle, that is, if she does it, you know, it's going to result in them having some eroticness time together, if you catch my drift. As well as we might even get something like that beforehand or after, we'll have to see. But you could definitely tell that, you know, we, you know, right now we're kind of in the beginning stages. Like I said, it, like I said before, with the whole fursuit deal and stuff like that, and the plant deal and all that, you know, that uh, basically, you know, basically, um, it was the calm before the storm, right? After what they did with Mimi and everything, and then the whole plant thing and the fursuit deal. This was the calm before the storm. And right now, where we're at is the beginning stages of that storm. It's still calm, but you're getting a few, you know, partial raindrops, you know, here and there. Like, you know, like, you know, when the weather comes out and says, you're going to get partial rain and, you know, partial sun and all that. That's kind of what it's like right now. It's like we're getting a partial storm, but then we're going to get a bit of calmness before the heart of the storm comes into comes into view, from what I can tell. But overall, the story's good, and I highly recommend you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, um, big props to Michelle Desi Arts for, you know, you know, making these chapters more interesting as time goes on, adding these twists and... Then, of course, like I said, giving us a bit of a calm before the storm kind of deal. Like I said, we're kind of in like the beginning stages where it's like partially stormy, partially sunny, you know. Um, and then you're going to have a little bit of a rainbow coming afterwards before the heart of the storm shows up. So I like this pacing that she's doing when it comes to that um, kind of directive. And can't wait to see what she has in store next. Uh, again, I still believe that Victor or Vince or whatever his name is, the fiancé boyfriend of the uh what's going on. I really do. I still believe Crystal is going to get powers herself, which will definitely, once the story's all said and done, lead us into a very erotic, gooey, manable kind of session between the two, uh, her and Briella. And, um, yeah, I do also think that there's going to be a part uh, a part 
in the stories, the NFSW portions of the stories, that is, where Crystal will soak in Briella again and she'll submerge under her. And then we'll just see like a little imprint visage of Crystal's entire body on the surface of Briella or something like that. Again, that's just my opinion, but we'll see what Michelle has in store. But I look forward to it. I really do. You know, I look forward to, you know, what she has in store for her, for all of us. And I recommend you guys check it out um, as well. So that's all I'm going to say, guys. So till next time, leave a like down below for the video. Hit the notification button and the subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Also, comment in the live chat as well as comment below your thoughts on it overall. Also, support me at Venmo at Brian-Warmer-2, cash app at BWRoses98. Also, support me at uh, Patreon.com slash BWRoses at the $1 or $3 tier. $5 tier for Q&A is still in the works. Also, you could check me out um, at BWRoses Discussions, all your audio podcast platforms except for Pandora. Also, at Vimo at BWRoses for content you can't get here on YouTube. And check out the Teespring store. Got some new merchandise up there as well. But until next time, guys, just wanted to do this little review. Let me know what your thoughts are. Live chat and below. And until then, I'll talk to you all later.